Hello and welcome to the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour on WOZO Radio 103.9 LP right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today we're recording this on Sunday, June 19, 2022. I'm Larry Rhodes or Doubter 5 and as usual, we have our co-host Wombat on the line with us. Hello, Wombat. Hey, it's me, the Wombat. Welcome. And our guests today are John Richards from over in London Way. Uh, we have Dread Pirate Higgs from Western Canada. Welcome. Arr. And uh, Joe Sky. how are you? Welcome. Hi. I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, you're in uh, Texas? I forget. I Okay. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour is a talk radio show about atheism, free thought, rational thought, humanism, and the sciences. And conversely, we'll also talk about religion, religious faith, God, holy books, and superstition. And if you get the feeling you're the only non-believer in your town, well, you're just not. In Knoxville, here in the middle of the Bible Belt, we have a group of over a thousand of us. And we'll tell you more about that group after the mid-show break. Wombat, what's on our topic today? Today, we're going to give Christians everything they want for Father's Day. Isn't that fantastic? We're going to go. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) But before we get into it, let's throw it up to our own Dread Pirate Hicks for our weekly invocation. Our noodly Lord, who art in a colander, how Dante be thy noodles, thy blood be rum, thy sauce be yum, with meat as it is with vegetables. Give us this day our garlic bread, and forgive us our cussing, as we forgive those who cuss against us. And lead us not into ketoism, but deliver us some carbs. For thine are the meatballs, and the sauces, and the grog, whenever and ever. Guys, do you think there might be a schism in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster based on whether you do this? Or do, this? <laughs> do you think there will be like absolute divisions in the future the cross yeah, hands are this, blasphemers there's this too there it is there it is there it is. Uh, <laughs> we, had another, <laughs> we had another comer in uh george brown second and a half hope you're doing well happy father's day yep welcome oh oh mic's getting set up but it's all good um guys it's gonna be a good show today i want to talk about father's day we have a lot of fathers on the show i want to talk about june 19th that's awesome most well and then i want to give christians literally everything they want for the rest of the show how about that as dread it goes through the many changes of getting his light set up john richards your dad and a father to many beautiful children so you know happy about that i want to ask you how how is family life and uh, what is your plans for father's day well, it's, it's wonderful here. I, I mean, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm a dad times two because I've had two families. And let me tell you, this will shock you. My oldest son is 49. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he's in France. And, and the, and the, the contrast, young, your youngest child is how much? The youngest one is 11. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah, she, she's a girl. She's um, she's eleven. So I have two of each. 
which is, you know, Happy Father's Day. Equitable, I think, isn't that sexually equal or something? Good job. Parody, I would say. Parody. That's right. Yeah. So so I I love the role of being a father, a dad. Mm. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. But I do recommend to everyone, to all and sundry, this is my advice never have children. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I don't take it myself, but it's still my advice to everyone else. Yeah. If anything, let their parents raise the kid and then try to marry them because then, then you legally own them, right? There's your advice. Don't take children. Just wait until they grow up and then you can marry them and then they're your possessions. Larry <laughs> Rhodes, Doubter Five. We, you got kids. How, you, uh, how well, are you doing? What's father's well, life like? Um, I inherited one when I got married. <laughs> no, I've never had actual children myself. I've never changed a diaper in my life. Um, so, you know, I took uh, John's advice uh, until, you know, I got married. <laughs> you are a dad still either way, because I see I how much I am. Mm-hmm. Loves you. Very so, proud yeah. father of a, of a lovely young daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, fatherhood comes in a lot of different forms. And I respect that as well. Uh, uh, and I'm see they give you enough time to play games on your virtual headset and ride your motor- ride your motorcycle. You can't ask for anything. Mm-hmm. Nope. Right? <laughs> Shred Pirate Higgs, Arr. man of hobbies, and and uh, what is the right word for it? Invocations, vocations. That's probably it. The vocations, <laughs> vocations, and invocations. Yeah, you. How's your family? How's your Father's Day going so far? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's pretty darn early. My wife isn't even up yet. So, okay, okay, um, okay. and she's actually sleeping directly uh, above me. So <clears throat> she will probably be up soon um, because, uh, well, she, she doesn't share my passion for uh, this sort of activity. So what do you do on a father's day in Canada? Like what's the occasion? Do you get like all dressed ruffles or do you get like bacon? Like what's the, what's the, well, I'm hoping for bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every day is a good day with bacon. So a father's day with extra bacon is, is even better. Fantastic. Can't complain. <laughs> I love it. George Brown, your mic's working. How you Is my mic working? Can yep. you hear me? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm wearing my space alien headphones. Mm-hmm. They look great. Yeah. I, I got them from the recycling center being suitably cheap. Um, uh, people are having to replace their headphones because the newer computers don't have jacks on them which are compatible with existing headphones right so um you know i've been experimenting i've been experimenting with reducing the bass response of headphones so i can understand people better in zoom meetings so i've actually glued foam rubber uh, nice. to to, to literally let out the bass and it's it's actually working oh, this degree good. of experimentation is something that i endorse on this show so keep signing. Yeah. And then eventually we'll get it to where it's a full face mask and you just have like a <laughs> visor with like little LED lights on it. And like, these are my headphones. This is what I use to communicate with people through space. Like what you're doing is communicating with people through space. It should look sci-fi. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, 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 I'm um, what do you call it? Recycling stuff, you know, that's supposed to be good sure. for the environment and all that. All right. mm-hmm. and, and just about everything I'm, ta- I'm using at this moment technically is secondhand. Actually. Nice. Cool. Yeah, Sky, love yes, to sir. talk to you. Do you have a a Father's Day wish or or appreciation? No. Okay. Fair enough. 
Listen, I can I, tell you right I now. Have kind of, I have kind of an untraditional family structure, and uh, no, I don't have kids. In my okay, okay. That hey, light uh, behind you is very, very bright. <laughs> yeah, it's God. If I can adjust that or not, I, I can't even tell if I'm center in the screen. Actually, you're a little off center, but we can. We'll work on the the smaller details. Until then, we'll just have yeah. the angel on sky. It looks like yeah. a big spaceship uh, to the, to yeah. the side of well, your I'm head. Sure if, if you moved a little bit to your right, I think you would mm. you would actually be in a halo. There you yeah. go. There you oh, there go. you oh, go. That's way better. Right now, now, he went from the angel on his shoulder to just literally being Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. That, great. That, that's the perfect shot for radio. Yeah. I, was, I was about to say, yeah, oh, good radio. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last thing is I'm a single guy, but I got a cat. I'm happy with the cat. And uh, I'm very well. So I've had him now for about six years. I feel pretty good with our relationship now and you know what like i said fatherhood in all forms right so uh i'm happy to spend a holiday where i can think about the goodwill that i've imparted on you know any animals or other human beings and it doesn't just have to be family members it could be good friends but go out if you know a dad if you know a single mom if you know anybody wish them happy father's day if they're if they got people they're taking care of i think that's important. so you're Vinny's dad yeah i am Vinny's dad i'm a cat dad what else can i say uh, I also go up to the animal shelter. I'll be doing that later today and be taking care of some more animals, step kids, step, step pups and stuff like that. Guys, well, it's also I a parent. Okay. Okay. I didn't quite hear that. We I, have, to... I, have a little dog, I have a little dog who just turned one. Nice. Good. And Powerful. She is, she is part husky, part chihuahua. Whoa. Okay. Wow. How did that happen? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, we think that the chihuahua probably found the husky sleeping and he just ran up to him. Surprised her. part chihuahua, part husky, but both their parents are part acrobat. That's how it happened. There you go. There you go. Uh, it's also June 19th, celebration, Black Lives Matter. Also really happy to just have uh, appreciation on the federal level for, you know, emancipation. So really yeah. happy about that too. But when yeah. I really want to, the thing I'm really Juneteenth excited. Juneteenth show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. really excited to jump into the topic today. So uh, how about this? Just as a quick preamble, Christians win. Christianity wins. We know Christians what? God exists. We know it for a <laughs> fact. It's not an ambiguous point. It's not just my opinion anymore. This is the case that the worldview of Christianity actually takes place. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I heard an interesting quote. People tend to see what they want to see, and we suffer the consequences of it. So what what other way can we highlight some concerns we may have if we just wholly take it for, for granted that the Christian worldview is in fact accurate, existing, and how will that impact society? And give them the world they want. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, give them the world they want and see if they actually like it or not. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there may be some questions. So for the rest of this discussion, let's not labor on the point of like which God or like which version of Christianity. Let's just say, General Christianity is true that God already made that self clear. But now what do we need in society? Now, when we look back in society and we do a little accounting, do we still need a space program? Do we still need funeral homes? Like, how do we treat each other now that we know that the Christian worldview is accurate? And I want to throw out some examples. So one, and this is stemming off of something that uh, Larry likes to say, is that death is now officially just a change of address, right? And if that is the case... And it's just, you know, he's just moving 
one place to another place, wouldn't that mean that now funerals no longer have to be like these sad affairs? You can actually be celebrating. It's like, oh, thank goodness. Uh, she got in a car crash. Great. Linda's now finally in heaven. And we can check that up. And it's like, great. We don't have to worry about her. Just clean up the car trash. You can throw away the body. It's not a big deal. It's like all good. And you'll, the family will see her in heaven too. If they, if they make it through judgment, whatever, we'll get the text message. Everything's fine. What is death anymore? Like death is not a bad thing. That's, that could be an immediate good thing. What do you think? What do you guys think about that? Well, why on, wouldn't John. we all just be lemmings and, and jump off the cliff and, and get our way up there right away? Catholicism still applies. You have to wait until you actually have like a terminal illness or just don't take your medicine if you are in fact sick or something like I that see. and then let it happen naturally. What you do you think? Still, John still and George. You still need an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> John Richards, what do you think? Well, I'm, I'm well prepared, actually, because I some time ago I bought the domain afterlife.cloud. So okay. I've, I've, already got the, I've already got the address to move to. Mm. So very, it'll be John nice. Richards at afterlife.cloud. Exactly. Wow, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all mail can be forwarded to his address. So if there's any afterlife sort of things he has to figure out, because ghosts yeah. are real now, too. No, right? if you start getting responses, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I do like that. Um, I, I, uh, George, you had a comment. What's up? I, I said, uh, coming from a Jewish background, mm. I, I feel like I've walked into this, this place where the lunatics are running the asylum. Very, you know, we're the guys who got caught in the in the crossfire during the Crusades. You know? Yeah, it's a late movie twist now, where the the same asylum was actually the right people all along. So the world is like Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yes, kind of. It's like Batman's the only crazy one here. Um, <laughs> so you were, you hit on a good point, Dredd. What do you, why don't we all just become lemmings? It's like, well, you have to still wait until it's your time. You have to get the invitation. So if you get sick, you know, you may be worthwhile not taking medicine. If you get, uh, if you need a life-changing surgery, that could actually be criminal if a surgeon wants to do that on you. Because, but, but by extension, hmm. uh, not taking treatment is in fact surrendering or, or giving up your life, right? Like, wouldn't it be this? Wouldn't it be sort of a passive suicide? Uh, to, yeah, uh, I think with I, you know to not do the surgery or not take the medicine because it's God's will who made me sick in the first place, right? So I'm just going to keep getting sick follow before through. I die because all when I die, I go through. to heaven. Yeah. 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 Like what, who am I to take medicine when I'm sick? It was God's will who made me sick. I can pray to God and be like, yeah, I made you sick. It's like, I'm not going to mess with this. I'll either be saved by God's grace or I won't be. And if I die, it's just a change of address. Why? In fact, we should go another level and say anyone who goes out of their way to sell medicine should be, that should be a criminal law. Cause that's going against the will of God. If I, if you have cancer in your a curable cancer and it's cured, that should be criminalized. What do you think, John Richards? And then we'll go back to George. Well, I'm thinking that abortion would actually be desirable. Abortion would be desirable at that point, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that and capital punishment, right? That's like the best those- thing. The best thing you could do for your your egg <laughs> yes is like prematurely have it dist- oh man that went dark really fast but yeah george brown what do you think well you know the good lord made this bottle of pills that i'm holding in my hand and the good lord made atheists 
Sure. There. Sure. I have to that would still be outlawed in the new nation. I think it would be outlawed in the new nation too. One, you can't be an atheist. Two, put away that medicine. Is that medicine? Put it away. That's that's God's. Well, you know there are already Christian sects that, that uh, practice that. It's uh, was it Christian Science? Yeah. You know oh, they, yeah. they don't allow uh, certain medical treatments and transfusions and things. Well, so Jehovah's just, Witnesses are that way too. Jehovah's yeah, Witnesses, transfusions, yeah. and Jehovah's Witnesses. Yep. But uh, only today I had a conversation with my former sister-in-law, who is very much a Christian, and it was uh, along the lines of um, God gave the surgeons their brains and their skills to perform these operations. So uh, it's a bit of a vague area now, isn't it? No, I actually think it's way more. So it's, it's vague if you don't have access to a God that can tell you what he did and what he didn't do. But in a Christian worldview, you can always pray to a God who will answer your prayers and you can figure out if he actually made you sick or not. And if the intention is I made you sick, can I have a cure? No, you wouldn't even ask for it because you know, you know, you can go to heaven if you die. So, so like, why would you even waste time on medicine? It's just like, ah, oh, this sucks. I got a sprained ankle. Dang it. I wish it was a gun wound to my heart. I wish I could die and go to heaven right now. Why am I we've, wasting time with this incomfort? We've just, put, we've just put all health workers out of a job. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We wouldn't need them. We don't need them. It's way better to be in heaven anyway. Right. What do you think, Dred? I was, I was just going to say, you know, sports teams would, uh, no one would ever win a game because uh, all the players for either side are praying for God to intervene. So either <laughs> either he's he's picking sides or he's not all love. Right, right, you right, know? right, right. Yeah, hockey sports, that's going to be an interesting concept. Because yeah. if both teams all are praying professional for sports win, players are out of work. There'd like, also be oh, no wars because, of course, he can't be on both. Would he? I'm confused. Yes. Why, why are you confused, John? Talk to well, me. God is always on both sides of every war. Or at least claim to be, right? Now yeah. there's just a clear, if anything God is good at, it's choosing a, one group against another group. So we we'll just make it very clear which group is the winning group. But, but surely war is desirable too, because they're just all going to go to heaven, aren't they? It's a sort of exactly. shortcut to the rapture. And, it is, and, it and, is. And wouldn't this be the case that once it was determined which side was being favored, that the other side would just throw down their arms and give up? Why not? So well, like, I mean, in my sense, they can't, they can't, they can't win. We're thinking about this in the context where death is a bad thing or harm is a bad thing. When in fact, in a Christian worldview, these are good things because it gets you closer to the fast track to going to heaven. So you have to like, I know we have atheist brains in this call, but you have to completely flip the foundation of what's bad and good because it is good to cause harm. It is good to, to die because it gets you the fast track to ultimate internal mm. paradise. Mm. And when that's the case, now we're living in a society where we all have basically our social rules completely broken. And we have this worldview where it is actually kind of a good idea to unintentionally die or, yeah. or uh, passively commit suicide somehow yeah. so that you can get to that. So we're gonna, heaven. We're going to let all the murderers out of prison to carry on with their good work. If they pray to God, Jesus and get forgiveness, then yes, absolutely. Because that only increases my chances of going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Kill right? me now. Kill me uh, now. You can wear a shirt that says it. You could say it, but you can't actually yes. do it. So it's just, just like put hey, a big target murderers. on your chest. Exactly. Isn't that great? Larry, where was 
Chris is wondering what would happen in a in a nation like that if everybody acted like Andrea Yates did. Hmm. What do you want to give the context of that story? Yeah. Well, uh, she was, you know, a real fundamentalist Christian. She had several children, and she was so afraid that if they grew up, that they would. they were in danger of going to hell. I'll put it that way. So she, one afternoon, she went, took them all one by one to the bathroom and drowned them. Right. So that she would guarantee that they would go to heaven because her church preached that uh, young children, when they die, go to heaven. Right. Right. She was willing to take the punishment so that her children right. go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And well, and- no, because all she could do is ask for forgiveness and be forgiven. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you found the loophole. She's Jack. got the elbow. Well, it is a crazy worldview to be in. So let me tell you something. We got dark so fast. I should have started on funeral yep. last, but <laughs> here's some good things. Some, some, oh, some silver linings to this new worldview. Yeah. Funerals, in my opinion, should be celebrations to an oh. extent of a person's life. Oh. Well, yes, they are sad. It is easy to see someone go. And I think it is healthy to recognize that, but I feel like religion has infiltrated the, the funeral process so much that there isn't really the time to grieve on the loss. But if you were to also turn that into a celebration of a person's life, it might be more cathartic in a way. And I think if we truly accept that death is just a change of address, we can take those same pleasantries and turn them into more of a celebratory affair. And I feel like there are some even really famous atheists who've done the similar thing where they have taken opportunities for when I die, don't come around here and just be sad and wear black, have a potluck. Let's celebrate some of the papers that I published or like some of the, which is more like the tradition of the wake. Yes. Yeah. 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 They've been doing it right in Ireland for a long time. Yes. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Infamously. Yes. No, I think that's right. We, we should celebrate the person's life and not get all tied up on the fact that they're dead and moved, moved on wherever Uh, uh, they did live. They had had life. They had loved ones. They had friends celebrate it. Yeah. yeah and you know and, you know one you thing really you see do, a lot more of if you want to if you want to do a good job celebrate it while they're still alive yeah <laughs> you know I, I i see this on uh on our highways here in, in in bc anyway um where accidents happen where a person has died there's mm. now a shrine where they where they died yes. you know in addition to the one right. that would be at whatever grave site that they're at but uh You'd see a lot more of those because anywhere anybody died, where all of a sudden be yes. a place to mark with, uh, you know, the, the appropriate icon. Joy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I w- so here's my flip on the idea. I'm just going to linger on this idea a little bit more. Would So right now, death is sort of this a big thing. And it's big because it's finality, right? But when you take that finality away from death, would we still enshrine sites where people die? Would we still put little pieces of stone where people are buried? Because now we know death is just this transitory thing. Why celebrate it? Why acknowledge it whatsoever? If anything, I'd be envious of people who are going to heaven because that makes me feel well, like I just... Because it becomes the portal. It's the portal from which they left to the better place. So it's enshrining the portal. So it would be recognized and, as a portal. And some religious... Like Stargate. Uh, Christian sex believe that you don't really go to heaven until the rapture. You don't go when you die, you go when you're rapture. You just get so, stored. Yeah. Okay. John Richards. Just, just think of it as the graduation ceremony. 
<laughs> this degree means nothing. It's like it would if you, if you did it in science. Speaking of which, we can probably talk about science later on. But John, uh, Sky, did you have a comment? I think I saw you raise your hand. Well, I wanted to uh, give you all some good news. The Pope, Pope Frank, Pope Frank has decreed that good atheists go to heaven. So we're, okay. we're in. Um, so just be good and you get to go. Although sure. I don't know, sitting, sitting around with hold it, hold it. I don't want to go. <laughs> 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 Save it I want to go address. where the cool guys are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool <laughs> don't send me where the grammar Nazis are going. Let me have some fun, please, for crying out loud. Though, listen, we know that there are ghosts in, in the Bible, right? So that would mean ghosts are in play. And I like John Richard's idea of having an email address because that means we could actually get emails from heaven for people who are already having a good time. And you can just be like, hey, Linda, I know you got that car crash. Are you in heaven now? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you later. I'm going to a, a, a really terrible concert because there's no cool people here. So it's mm-hmm. just kazoos <laughs> and people blowing in grass reeds. I hope there's good music here in the future. Kill some, <laughs> kill some rock stars for us. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's like, oh, this sucks. Okay. Um, uh, Dread Pirate, you made a good comment. I want to touch on it. You said the healthcare industry workers would basically be out of a job. And John Richards, you made the similar point too. I don't think they'd be the only ones. I actually think we'd have an entire court system that would go completely mm. absolved because we wouldn't need a court system when we have the absolute law being given to us by God. Mm-hmm. And so like someone robbed the bank and prayed to, for forgiveness for it and got it and confirmed got it. How can we how can we persecute that person or criminalize that person to any extent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that case, uh, we would have had to let uh, was so, it Dahmer out of prison yeah. when he got when he accepted Christ. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, one good thing is there would be no lawyers. <laughs> I love the silver lining. <laughs> what, what we're doing here is substituting pastors for murderers. <laughs> they become the new useful agents of the clergy yeah Yeah. you know what though in in the in oh man in the weirdest sense that hasn't really changed much in in, in (laughs) annals of history but i i would say this court cases would change to two different things one we would have instantly half as many because the rule would be if you're a woman just listen to the closest man nearby you right right and then the second one would be okay well if you do if you do go to court if you pray for forgiveness you you can't you can't criminalize it. I mean, I've already right. got forgiveness from God. You're absolved. I'm absolved. I'm I'm just gonna keep doing what I was doing, and and everything should be fine. Again, the goal is get to heaven as soon as you can. George Brown, second and a half. What do you think? I think that being the, the Jewish atheists in the room, you know, a double doubly damned double outsider. I still feel like I'm in the little loony bin, you know, where the inmates are running the asylum. Hmm. Yeah. Help well, me. A... Help me, guys. <laughs> I also feel like I need it. Here's, here's an, an analogy for you, George. Sure. Just, just take your snakes and ladders board. Mm. And turn it upside down. <laughs> so we all want to go up a snake and we'll, we don't want to fall down a ladder. I also want to throw out, we got five minutes before the break. I want to throw out one more thought model for you. Construction industries would also go to the wayside 
because everyone would be able to move faith with mountain or move mountains with their faith. So you wouldn't need Caterpillar making giant tractors. You wouldn't need people building streets. You just need people in hard hats praying. Well, at, I mean, making, dirt. no, I take exception to talk that. Talk to me, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just changing America to a Christian nation would not make miracles happen. Yes, it I would. Mean, that's the worldview of miracles do exist. That's what I, well, that's, that's the worldview. But I mean, to. you can, we had a worldview like that during the dark ages and mountains didn't move when you prayed for them to, you know, Larry, no, he means I, that the worldview is true. Yes. Oh, that's what I'm Not saying. That it's just a worldview. It's true. We're saying this is the case, uh-huh. but this is what the world yeah. looks like now. It's not a paradise, is it? Right. Yeah. And so if, if anything, if you like being in, if you want to grow up to be a construction guy, get good at praying because that's how everyone's going to be moving mass. If you want to move water, you pray and you can make well, what, what is chaos what chaos let's yeah, say yeah. that i mean you don't like your neighbor you pray for him his grass to dry or something well he doesn't like you so he prays for your house to catch fire the whole world would just be in chaos but i mean if it gets you closer to going to heaven it's all good it's a good thing because this world no, is chaos no. this world is doomed to die well, then, that's like why I say, children you know would be killed by their parents so that they'd automatically go to heaven and wouldn't right. yeah, you know, yeah. stand the chance of going Dread. to hell yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you got i, I was going to say too that uh, there there'd uh, likely be a lot more claims of virgin birth yeah uh, yeah absolutely i think celibacy and teen pregnancy would go up dramatically high both at the same rate. I think we, God would be like, oh, they're not having enough babies. Yeah. Let me just start making babies. Boom, 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 boom. You're pregnant. And by the way, you can't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> and we're at the bottom. Well, of the well hour. it puts the condom, uh, it puts the contraceptive industry out of, out of oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't boom. exist. Yeah. Love it. You don't we, need it. Anyway, we got to go, go for a break at this point. Stay tuned for the second half of the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour on WOZO Radio, 103.9 LPFM here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We'll be right back after this short break. And so different 
Hello, and welcome back to the second half of the Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. I'm Dr. Five, and we're on WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Let's take just a moment to talk about the Atheist Society of Knoxville. ASK was founded in 2002. We're in our 20th year, have over 1,000 members, and we have weekly in-person meetings at Knoxville's Old City at Barley's Taproom and Pizzeria. Uh, look for us inside at the high top tables, usually the loudest and happiest group, unless it's pretty. Then we'll be out on the deck. Look around yeah. for us. <laughs> we also have Tuesday. Oh, well, that's every Tuesday evening, by the way. It starts around 530. We also have Tuesday evening Zoom meetings. If you'd like to join us, email us at askanatheist at knoxvilleatheist.org or at leschatse at gmail.com. <clears throat> You can find ASK on Facebook, meetup.com, or knock, go to their website at knoxvilleatheist.org, or just Google Knoxville Atheist. It's just that simple. By the way, if you don't live in Knoxville, you can still go to Meetup and search for an atheist group in your town. Don't find one? Start, Start one. one. Wombat, where do you want to pick up? I, I have. I'm, I'm going to dread or doubter five. I'm going <laughs> to stick a needle in here real quick. I'm just saying. It's a fact now that the Christian worldview is correct. It's fact. We gave it to them. They won. It's done. But, you know, you would think you'd wake up the next day if you're a Christian and see nothing but paradise if the Christian worldview was, in fact, the case for everybody. But what we're realizing is that it would be utter chaos in, in a sense. And if anything, if you had any sort of meaningful vocation, it may not even exist anymore just due to the fact that all of our principles have now swapped from concerning the the wellness or the well-being of people too what can i do to get to heaven as soon as i possibly can because this world sucks and paradise is just one bad incident away john richards or uh dread doubt or five doubt or five okay uh no i was just going to recap for people who may have just come in we're talking sure. about the not only is a christian worldview in power that right. but christianity per se is actually true Yes. All of it. Yeah. So, so we're we're following that down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> and also, listen, the weirdest things you've been telling me so far is like, okay, so my neighbor can pray that my lawn can be destroyed. Okay, fine, whatever. Destroy my lawn. Okay, so what's the worst thing that can happen? Uh, someone might be murder me because they got out of jail because they prayed to God to forgive them. It's like, okay, so what? If he kills me, I go to heaven. So what's the problem? This is nothing but upside. Let's let yeah. this happen. John Richards. Yeah, what <laughs> You've hit it on the head because disasters would become mm. attractions. And we yes. would all, it would be like, like a pilgrimage to rush towards a volcano. Right. There's a world, there's a tsunami happening in Japan. Let me get my tickets right now. Yes. Oh, man. And the disaster movies, they would become like rom-coms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be romance movies. They'd just be like, mm. oh, I can't wait to get on this place where the comet's going to smash us to smithereens. Yes. Dread Pirate, what do you think? You, you could never get insurance against an act of God. Oh, oh, which is already the insurance case. in the first which place. Which is already the case, I guess. Yeah, I yes. guess insurance industry is out too. Larry Rhodes, what do you think? Well, I was just thinking that if, if all of it was true, I mean, if, if 
if praying got you whatever you prayed for, it would be like everybody in the world having their own um, magic lamp and, and Aladdin, uh, I mean, a genie, because yeah. anything you prayed for, I mean, you'd never have to go to work. You'd never have to go to jail. You, there would be no jails and no schools. You'd just wish for what you wanted. Uh, I mean, everything in the world would just be chaos, total chaos. I have a problem with that because you wouldn't want anything here. You would want to go to heaven in my head. And from my point of view, mm. if I was if I was that Christian mindset, I don't want a new fancy car. I want to go to heaven. So why yeah. am I sitting here praying for some? Why would anybody my own? live past the age of um, knowledge? Then I mean, like seven. As soon as you pass that late level and you can go to heaven, boom, pray to go to heaven and you're gone. Get it. You don't even Get have to, pray to go to heaven. Pray to go to heaven and you're gone. Well, if someone offs you, you still have to wait for some sort of crazy thing because it's God's no, will that you made. No, you can say, I, I pray to go to heaven while I'm still alive. I'm up there, you know, gone. <laughs> you can't pray to go to heaven. You have to, you know, the, the path to heaven is through an eye, a camel going through the eye of a needle. It's going to be harder than that. You just can't be God, give me to heaven. And you start going but, crazy. But didn't you Jesus have to say let... whatever you pay, pray for, you will, ha- you will get. <laughs> <laughs> John Richards, you want to step in here? Is there anything that you want to comment on? Well, I was, I was going to bring up a news item because of course, George is the Jew in the, in the, in the sure. room. Sure. Uh, well, a sec- secular Jew in the room, and he was mentioning how um, uh, abortions were now legal in our new world, which is personal. Did. Did, oh, didn't you? Sorry, my memory. No, no. I said I said we get cro- caught in the crossfire all the time. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, in this new world where you know Christianity is the thing. Yes, they would be. They would be. De- desirable no not desirable i i confuse myself now <laughs> down, down in florida it's chaos it's chaos abortion <laughs> would be a uh, a truly compassionate thing you could do if you were finding out that you're pregnant because it's the fast track to send the baby to heaven and then you can yes, eat with them it. in heaven yeah. and then it's totally yeah. good and then you're in heaven with your baby it's all good well down down in florida a bit further south from where george is the state has adopted a very strict anti-abortion law, but the Jews down there are objecting to it because in the Jewish religion, abortion is not only permissible, but desirable in certain circumstances. So at the moment, we have the, a conflict between the Jews and the Christians of Florida. Thought you sure. Well, that's, that's really funny because there's so many Jewish people from New York City who've moved to Florida. You know? <laughs> yes. Uh, and probably some Canadians too to get out of that cold weather. You know, we would solve the problem of other religions, if anything, because there wouldn't need sheiks would realize, oh, that's the being. Okay, well, we're gonna have to figure out something to do with all these turbans. We're gonna <laughs> or rags, yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, the fezes. I don't know if that's a religion as well, but like they would have to figure out a way to put them all. Pastafarians would have to be like, dang it, but I still like pasta. Like it would be a there wouldn't be atheists anymore because atheists would know that a God exists. It's like, right. But whether they choose to worship is their own bag of potatoes after that. But still you have the situation where there is a God it's made himself known Christianity one, but you still have these problems. And I feel like the, one of the most saddest things for me is that science progress, scientific progress becomes absolutely meaningless or if anything taken away. Yeah. Why would we care about a model that tries to discover how the universe works when now there's a fast line connector to the creator of the universe yeah. Yeah. will or will not right. tell you? 
Well, what do you we, think, we go back to that state where, you know, all things are just made of goop. Mm, yeah, right? it's all magical. There's, there's no need to, you know, uh, dissect anything or examine anything. You just take it for what it is because it was created that way. And that's just the way it is. George. Well, I have an aside here. Uh, I'd like to do a reality check with you guys. Um, a couple of years ago, I had major surgery at a Baptist hospital. And does this present a paradox or not in terms of respect for science? Let me ask you, Christian, or you guys who came from Christian origins, to give me a reality check on this. I mean, I thought the treatment I got at this hospital and the surgery itself was pretty good. So sure. I'm very confused because I thought these folks don't believe in science. So we live in a world together where cognitive dissonance can, is both uh, yes. uh, existing and profitable. And right. so, you know, if they were Baptist scientists who only prayed for people, that hospital wouldn't exist anymore. So they have to learn the science from secular principles and then apply it in their religious tape tapestry to to be appealing to other baptists what do you think larry well yeah um i think in a rational world that would be true uh but we, we still live in a rational world uh given the premise that we have during this show i mean everybody's looking over one particular item uh satan wow. would be real and he'd be out there messing with people okay i mean and he's a supernatural being almost as, as strong as god and here's my thing i i feel 10 out of 10 times satan always gets a bad rap i mm -hmm. this is going to be terrible i know it's going to be clipped but in my head god is the thug god is the bully god is the oh, one wow. who's like this is the fastest yeah. this is the terrible person Satan yeah. every single time is like hey let me give you some access to knowledge hey let me tell you this guy isn't in your best interest right. oh you don't want to do a miracle for me i don't i respect that i'm going to take your consent and i'm just going to leave you alone there's so many weird stories where Satan is going in and in, in incidentally helping people or going yeah. against God's terrible plan for how reality mm -hmm. is constructed. And you I feel like, like if he was around, go for it. You sound like someone who's read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most Satanists sound like people who actually read the Bible. It's like, if you read this book, tell me who the good guy is and who the bad guy is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you can just Dang. give me a short list. I'm like, the kid, right. the guy who's drowning babies on chapter one is the bad guy. Yes. Yes. The one who's giving dietary advice to nudists is probably telling some good stuff. <laughs> like, you should probably eat yes. some more apples. I think yeah. it's good for you. It's yeah. like, yeah, yes, I agree. I've got All another right. thought. Because John, um, John. If, if, as Dredd said, everything is made of goop, mm. what does that make Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that puts her out of business, eh? <laughs> yeah. Though, oh, she might she might be the new mother, Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Is, yeah, uh, almost literally, right? Just putting, yes. pushing goop out. Uh, from what, yeah, the, yeah. From what uh, the Pope said, is Madeleine Murray O'Hare in heaven? And do I want to be there with her? Yeah, does it retroactively take effect? That's what I mean, because yeah. she I, I understand she had a wretchedly horrible temperament. So even though she was an atheist, I don't think I want to be up in heaven with her. Yeah. No, I just avoid her. But there are a lot of other <laughs> there are a lot of other reasons not to be there. There are a lot of streets there. paved with gold. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, Bertrand Russell's there. Yeah, every. I mean, it's not everyone who's going to heaven. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you know, if uh, if the Pope is correct, popular. all the atheists have been going to heaven. So you, well, know, you have a lot of friends there. As long as we're doing, good we're work. so blessed. 
What the Bible says in Revelation 2012, the Bible says that everyone will be judged by their works. So if you're a halfway decent person, you're probably young. Hmm. I think the, the most startling recognition that I realize is John's comment in that if there is a world disaster that we know is impending or coming to us, we would all migrate there as soon as we possibly can. And I think we'd have, more, we'd have more access ways to get there now because now anyone, if they have enough faith, can walk on water. And I imagine if they have a comparable faith, they could probably drive on water too. What would stop them? It's like, if I can walk on water, I should be able to drive on water too. So it's like, where's the comet? Where's the big earthquake coming? Where's the fissure? Where's the fault break? Where's the, the pandemic? <laughs> well, you know, and, and with natural disasters that you, could, uh, that you could pray for, there'd be no need for nuclear weapons. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Why would that be a good thing? You want to be hit by a nuclear weapon. Dread. No, but there would You're, be no need for it because, because you can you simply pray, pray, for, pray for natural disasters yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, to, to, for God to smite your enemies, mm-hmm. not not yeah. needing to build expensive scientific-based weapons. I get it. I get yeah. it. So honestly, if there is the Christian worldview, basically this world is trashed. Get out of it. Burn it down as soon as you possibly can. Get everybody who would be burned, send them to heaven. Get all those souls, send them to heaven. Get all the people who, are who, who can't kill themselves and figure out a way to kill them so that way they can go to heaven and have them kill you so you can go to heaven. Basically, when the Christian worldview is true, and that's fact, cross out everything that we know in reality and find the closest way to get to death and, 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 and take yourself out. It's the, it's, it's, it would be chaos, as Larry, you're bringing it up. But it's also sort of like a startling reality when you realize that everyone has access to this super powerful being who can wish destruction on each other. But you don't have to worry about it because if you get destroyed, you get to go to heaven. So, like, what's the what's the problem? <laughs> it's just this terrible. It's this it's this worldview that people want to happen. Christians go wake up every day hoping that the Christian worldview is a reality and that it takes place, mm-hmm. but they don't realize the implications of a society where we we are inherently selfish. And we look at what we can do to benefit us at the end of the day. And if you give us this insane upsell of, uh, uh, of an internal paradise where we can all be happy with each other forever and ever, why spend an extra day on, he- on earth if we have to? Let's get those. Let's get nuclear weapons. Let's get natural disasters happening. Let's get there as soon as we possibly can. It's, it is telling that we don't have a society that looks like that. And it's also telling that we still have Christians who are you know, in my opinion, as they should be empathetic and sad when there's funerals, who want to have surgeries when they're when they're ill, who 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 want to protect their kids, you know, and for the most part and, and value family and the time that we have here. That in my head is telling of a society that is looking for higher aspirations than what the Christian narrative is selling them. And I think that's what we should try to be knowledgeable about whenever someone tries to sell us the Christian worldview. It's just like you don't know what you're you don't know what you're buying. That's that that's basically my my three steps. Anyone other comments? John Richards, what do you think? Oh, well, you've just said everything I would have said. <laughs> I did it's, like no shortage of salt, just contact Lot's wife or your nearest wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a reversal of everything we know, isn't it? So we're turning yeah. black into white and white into black. It's mm. just peculiar. Mm. The Christian world really devalues human life. I think yeah. I think this would all be a bad thing. Or, you Christian- know, what reason to live could you possibly have? We'd all be nihilists. 
would be exactly. happy if that we're being heiress. Right. It's it's the fast track to self-destruction and nihilism uh, in, in the happiest, most insane way possible. It'd be a horror movie. It, it, it'd be basically, what's that movie where everyone's allowed to kill everybody for like a, a weekend or something oh, like that? Oh, yeah. No. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, it, yeah, some weird. It would be that, but the religious version of it for like until there's one last human being left, and that's just like the last atheist or Pastafarian in the world, and just like, oh wow, that was that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, any other final thoughts on this before we go to? Uh... Just wondering what would happen to crosses because would would there be more of them? Would we? Because it's become real now. Sure. Yeah. Well, well that's they, what I was saying. They'd be kind of like yeah. portals, you know. Yeah. Like spring up somebody everywhere. Died, you could just stick one there, and that's the portal they went through. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into listener comments now. Uh, we have a comment from last week's episode, which was Surgeon General warning for the Bible. Dot trading room has made a comment that said, "Dread." This one's directed to you, buddy. Maybe your issue is with the word distinctive in head covering. You need to invent something much more distinctive religiously than just a pirate tricorn, but a nudely turban. <laughs> well, he, he's already got a nudely beard. If I can find a <laughs> milliner that's willing to put one together for me, I'd, I'd be happy doing it. For... So here's my thought. You start with a full-on turban, get the license driver's license photo you go there again and this time it's a turban with like some sort of like texture of like the the possiferian noodles on it and then it just slowly becomes more and more of just a bag of pasta on your head and then you have to eventually put a colander around that thing and then be like then the government steps is like hey you can't put a colander on that head full of pasta it's like why what what condition were you okay with with a head full of pasta that now when I put a colander on top of it, you're like, that's the proper place. For, that's the proper thing. Yeah, yeah. Colanders. What are you doing? Caddy May asks in our show on generalization, what do you think of the concept between alphas and betas? Is that also generalization? Uh, and she's referring to most likely the, the term alpha, which is like a sort of a character type of a, of a person who's who's distinguishing themselves as like a um, a leader, but also unconcerned with the opinions of people beneath them to an extent, whereas beta is tends to be more of a follower, but also deeply empathetic. What do you guys think of these two concepts? I'll I think it's too here. rigid, too rigid. Well, I would agree as an alpha, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think so not to throw too much science into us, but I think the terms came from some guy who was doing um, a research expose on social structures within wolves and within wolf society. And they realized, oh, here's the alpha wolf and here's the beta wolves. Right. But then he came out with that term and it became very popularized. But afterwards, he realized, oh, this is not accurate whatsoever. The betas have just as much meaningful impact as the alphas do. And no, they are, in fact, it's completely quite often the betas yeah, will take the place the of the alpha. The latter. Yeah. Well, the trouble with that piece of research was that it was conducted in an enclosed environment. Yes. It was a zoo or something. And yeah. they don't behave like that in the wild. Right, right, right. So he tried to undo it, but it became so much of a popular cultural thing right. to be an alpha mm -hmm. wolf 
that meme. The, the meme has lived on despite the science trying to reverse right. it. And a lot, of, yeah. a lot of things in science tend to be that way or yes. in pop culture tend to be that way. <laughs> Good. I like it. I hope so. Another yeah. one. Can you prove a point with science? Ask the loose cannon on an um, episode called A Puddle. Oh, hold up. Let me get the full title. A Puddle Shaped Just for Me. Can you prove a point with science? Most likely we made a... We, we, we made a comment probably in the show saying, well, that thing since proves this point, so, <laughs> which means someone now asked this question. So uh, round table, John Richards, can you prove a point with science? No. Science doesn't have, proof. So science. my argument would be if you have very well-defined terms, you can, but the things that you can prove tend to be so uh, empirical that it's, it has no real virtue in like a real life setting. So like I can prove three is three. Oh, no, no. I can, no, no, I, I disagree. Can what do you think? Science, science makes use of inductive reasoning. And the whole point of inductive reasoning is that we don't have a full data set. So we can right. never be certain about anything and proof requires absoluteness. So it, it doesn't exist in science. I will throw everything, this out. Counter throw out. There are proofs in science to build up cases for something up to a standard of evidence. And if ah. the original claim is so low, so ah. uh, what is it, mundane, that you, yeah. you can come up with a proof that, that establishes that in my head. What you can my use? Well, you, you can, can build on the body of evidence to support a claim. And if it's mundane enough, I can meet that standard of evidence. That's what I'm saying. What you're talking about there is hypothesizing. And of mm -hmm. course, you can use logic, which is provable. If, it, or if deductive logic, I suppose, is provable, but you can use any rational thinking you like when you're hypothesizing or when you're designing an investigation. But the outcome is never proven. The, because we the have impact on objective reality is not uh, proved. Well, the, it's the, just only the, way, the, the only way. I like this conversation. The only way anything could ever be fully 100% proven as certain would be at the end of time. Oh, are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> Larry, what do you think? I think, uh, can you prove a point with science? It depends on the point that you're trying, you're trying to prove. I mean, uh, if, I, if I, somebody brought in a rock and said, this rock is, is radioactive, oh, he's making a point. Well, with science, you, you've got Geiger counters, you've got other things that you can use to measure that, the radioactivity of that rock. And with science, you can prove that it's radioactive or not. Uh, I mean, it depends on what you want to prove and, you know, the body of evidence to support it. Like, I like the philosophy aspect of not being absolutely certain about anything. I really, truly do. But I also feel like some claims are some mundane, like that radioactive rock, that you can come up with tests that objectively right. demonstrate that yeah. to be the case. Whether that rock has feelings or sentience, I don't have a thing to measure that. So I would be, I would say that's an ambiguous point I can't prove. But if I can even just make it even more simple and be like, that rock is that rock, that is absolutely the case. That's A equals A. That's like one of the logical absolutes. Like it's so mundane, it's a tautology, and that can right. be easily demonstrated to be true. And I think points like that can be proven with science. That's what yeah. I'm saying. We need to wrap up if we can. Oh, it's wrapping yeah. up time, guys. Yeah. Christians, uh, you won, but the world is destroyed. <laughs> Total chaos. Yeah, we prefer this world better. Sorry, guys. Maybe better luck next time. John Richards, where can we find your stuff at? I'm on Free Thought Channel. And nice. yesterday I had a fantastic chat with 
a geologist who specializes in earthquakes. Please watch it. You'll love it. We had a good fun time to talk. Her name is uh, Wendy Bowen, but she's her handle is Dr. Wendy Rocks. I like it. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. Sky, is there anything you recommend we check out before next week? Uh, on Facebook, I have the page, the Novel City and Chronicles. Uh, on Sunday, there's always Bible contradictions get, get posted. And then I have the uh, Humans for a Kinder World group. Um, it's not too late to join the kindness revolution. Nice. There are I love it. A quarter of a million people on Facebook that belong to kindness groups. So I'm not the only hippie in the room. Did you say kindness or communists? Kindness. <laughs> kindness. Kindness. Oh, kindness. Kindness <laughs> revolution. You. I love it. Also, then, good dog, dad. We support that. John Richards or, or George, is there anything that you would uh, recommend that we check out before next week? I never can remember until after the program. Fair <laughs> enough. I want you to become more scientific in your, your look and, and shtick by next episode. <laughs> Let's put a virus zero on that thing. Uh, Dread Pirate Higgs, anything that you just H, Sure. Yeah. H I'm, on his forehead. Yeah. I get it. I get uh, the reference. I get the reference. Yeah. So I, I live stream on uh, my YouTube channel, Mind Pirate, M-I-N-D-P-Y-R-A-T-E at 8 a.m. Or, or no, 7 a.m., sorry. Uh, Sunday mornings uh, at 7 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And I just wanted to mention that uh, um, Data's trading room uh, had been uh, on on live here with me. And one of the things um, he pointed out was that, uh, you know, for intercessory prayer uh, to work for everyone, uh, we would have to live in that uh, uh, infinite worlds uh, cosmology. Oh, you know, no. Where there's infinite yeah. universes um, for everything to come true. So. I got a lot of problems with those. <laughs> I do think it's consistent that if you want the world to end and you're a God, all you have to do is present yourself and, and let everybody know that you're the right God to worship because it will immediately fall into complete catastrophe in about 24 hours. I can almost guarantee that. That's how you do it. What is that in human hours or God hours? Yeah. <laughs> We're in God hours right now. It's happening. Larry Rhodes, feel free to take us out. Yes. My content can be found at digitalfreethought.com. Be sure to click on the blog button. There you'll find our radio show archives, atheist songs, and many articles on the subject. My YouTube channel can be found by searching for Daughter 5 or Digital Free Thought Radio. You can find this show on Apple iTunes, Pocket Cast, Amazon, and other podcasts. Just search for Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you're, if everybody is going to somebody else's hell. The time to worry about it is when they prove that heavens and hells and souls are real. Until then, don't sweat it. Enjoy your life, and we'll see you next week. Say bye, everybody. Bye. bye. bye.